Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to... The Boob Podcast. The podcast with no structure. No plan. And no hope. It's episode 911. What's your emergency? I've only been abducted by aliens, miss. <laughs> Was that scripted? You've had that written down for a day, I mean, a full 24 hours. Look at you. I enjoyed that. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, I don't tend to listen to these back. No, I do. I'm lying. Well, I'm listening to that a bit back. That was a solid start. I love that. But can I can I cut in just because I feel this is worth noting now that we're a bit spooky because this is a bit mm-hmm. spooky. Do you remember back in early March, like not not long before all this went to crap, before we all went into lockdown? Do you remember I told you I was having a proper stressful dilemma? I bought myself a diary for the year not looking having looked in it and it cost seven quid below spending seven quid on a tight a5 that's not worth seven quid and i didn't realize the diary it didn't start straight away and then the world went into lockdown and it's like the diary knew because guess what date the diary resumes on what well the week beginning but the main full date is this week the work the week that things open up again and I'm like, my diary. That's so creepy. Because it's not like I've had any plans to fill in the diary since bloody March anyway. So, yeah. Sort of. That's so creepy. Predicted it. Right. Okay. Alien me up. So, today, mm. I thought, because last week was so heavy, we mm. could play a little game. Oh, and that game I have called. Are you ready for this? It's such a, this name. It hit me like a freight train. It's called Aliens or A-listers. Oh my god! Why is that the embodiment of the things I love most? Basically, the game is, goes as follows: I have five synopsises to films about alien abductions or paranormal things. Right. I have five real life stories about alien abductions and paranormal things oh yes Leah, i'm yes. gonna say them in a random order and i'm gonna have you guess and the ones that are real i will elaborate and oh, tell the story it, it, this is like bloody vr quality gaming i'm so ready now <laughs> okay so should we begin i'm so ready okay right so wait, if I think it's a film, do I just say um, A-lister or do, I ha- do you want me to like title the film or do I get bonus points if um, I can? You can, you'll get bonus points if you can give me the name of the film, but I don't think you will because, well, I didn't pick like, there's a couple that I've not watched, but there's three that aren't very obscure. So you'll get, okay, if you can name the film, you'll get a bonus point. You ready? Okay. First one. A family migrate to a farmhouse that later becomes a site of a strange crop circle that suggests the existence of alien life. Um, I'm going to say 
that one is a film because I feel like for it to become a real life like conspiracy story, there'd be more detail to it. Okay, I've kept it all of the real life ones as well. I've kept just as vague, so just a heads up. Arts do. I was going to stick with my gut though, a lister. Well done. Do you know what film it is? I mean, every alien film. There's usually a farmhouse in a crop circle. This was the synopsis on Google for Science, which I thought there'd be more about, you know, the signs in Signs, because that's most of the movie. To be honest, I kind of remember there being like crop that circles. Episode of Doctor Who. You know when David Tennant's the got his watch and he's the English teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the British teacher. That sounds more like that than anything else. So. <laughs> Right, you ready for number two? I am. <laughs> Twin sisters become the victims of an extraterrestrial terror that only worsens as they get older. But are their visitors all evil? Oh, see, I'm inclined to say A-lister because of the whole progression of time of the aged. No one, no news outlet sticks around for that long. So, A-list. You are wrong. No. This is a real life story. Oh it's, God, uh, the twins are called Debbie and Audrey. They've written oh. books about their experiences. Now, oh, Audrey Starborn Hewins, that's her name. I'm crying. Starborn. Obviously, <laughs> they're going to get abducted. <laughs> she told, um, told the story of her and her identical twin, Debbie's experience with aliens, at the International UFO Congress, uh, which is a conference aimed at giving therapy to alien abductees. <laughs> Can we attend, please? Oh my God. <laughs> um, Audrey claims that her and her sister have been contacted, have been in contact even with the aliens since they were five years old. Um, she says, and I quote, I was probably about five years old or so, and a bright light would come into the room and the door would open and there would be like a foggy kind of misty blue light just shining through the whole house. And these two figures would come in. There would be a tall one. They had black capes, but they were bald and had big eyes. End quote. And quite fit. (laughs) Um, The sisters called their visitors um, the bald men. But in a... (laughs) 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 Um, But they're more more commonly referred to as, in um, UFO believer circles, (laughs) as the (laughs) greys. like a subreddit or something (laughs) the twins would know when the bald men were coming and would tell their parents they didn't want to go to bed she claims that the aliens started experimenting on them at the age of 12 but they don't remember much and the pair say they were abducted together and quote we've been up in crafts and seen a house from above they're very good at mind erasing they'll leave you a bits and pieces of things you can remember it's so creepy and then Debbie said, a lot of times I'll wake up in tears saying, why me? Why me? Can't, why can't this happen to somebody else? End quote. Um, now, yeah. it would be easy to think that these bull men only had malicious intent, but Audrey claims that when she was an adult, she was rescued by them while she was drowning. First of all, you, I'm pretty sure you added an extra D into the word drowning then. Drowning? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Oh, see, stuff like that. Because you can't outwardly say, no, you weren't abducted. Mm-hmm. Or, because you know what? Aliens, if they are going to abduct you, they probably do have technology to wipe your memory and, you know, save you from yeah. drowning. But That's something else that crops up a lot, the whole mind erasing thing. And again, like the UFO like circles, they all talk about it. I mean, I'm going to get 
too physics-y on you, but I am a little bit. Statistically, there is alien. I mean, come on. Yeah, there has to be. Come on. But, oh, I don't think we'd, I honestly don't think we'd handle it very well. Oh, I'd like to point out, though, again, another another one for the twins. You've got twin sisters. We linger around them enough. Mm-hmm. They're going to get kids. You ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah. A young couple move into a suburban residence and feel the presence of evil forces. They install cameras which capture all incidents, noises, and evil occurrences in the house. Have you just... <laughs> Tell me the synopsis to Paranormal Activity. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that was a classic in its time. Oh, look. So you've got, you're at three points. You have three yeah. points. You've got a nice little bonus there with Paranormal Activity. So I feel like it's the camera that gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> okay. We're uh, number four. After the murder of a neighbour, <laughs> after the murder of a neighbour, a boy goes, um, no, I can't read. Let me start again. <laughs> after the murder of a neighbour, a boy undergoes a major transformation in his behaviour. He remains unaware of the fact that his body is slowly being taken over by an evil spirit. I'm gonna say real life because I hope it is, and I want to hear more. No, that is paranormal activity. The marked ones. Oh my god! It's I forget. There's like 17 movies to that. I swear to God, I remember that one. It's it's the one with the boys. I've not seen it. Apparently, it's good. Hmm. Good. I mean, yeah. they're like um like a, I think it's like a Hispanic family, but apparently it's like the best one of all of them. I were watching that at some point. We'll watch that. Um, The next one. Clayton Lee has been visited by extraterrestrial entities since he was a boy, but he isn't. uh, It isn't until he marries the unwitting Donna that his visitor's intentions become sinister. Oh, again, Doctor Who. You said Donna, so I'm gonna say real life because I want another real life one. It is real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Clayton and Donna are a married couple who claim to have been abducted by aliens a whole bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Clayton says that he was first abducted as a child and believes that the extraterrestrials have been studying him his whole life. Once he married Donna, um, she too began experiencing the alien abductions, which the pair spoke about while under hypnosis, ironically, with a therapist who doesn't believe in aliens. <laughs> I love that. Drawn the aliens, they claim abducted them, and Donna describes them as, quote, tall, slender, blonde. They looked human, but not human, not quite human. They don't really use their voices to talk. And uh, this is where it gets sinister. Oh. Donna believes that... Um, their unborn child like fetus was taken from her by the aliens oh oh, would like like plucked out of her wouldn't she probe into another level oh you'd have to like pipette it out wouldn't you you know when you suck (laughs) up a a little oh no Uh. no (laughs) oh 
See, why why spend so much time and effort on Clayton and Donna as well? What's so special about them? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I want to be hypnotised, though. I feel like we should definitely attend hypnosis. Just yeah. Come out with semi i'd like to be hypnotized so i could rewatch the first saw oh my god that is the um, uh, oh yes <laughs> same i'm so important to, to get that and when the music builds imagining that for the first time again oh with the twist mm. Mm, so mm. good people do that it all is- the time to rewatch harry potter really do they actually yeah oh my god how like can you is there a YouTube video for that or do you have to pay someone? I think you might have to pay. But actually, I have a friend. Here we go. I have, oh, I have, <laughs> I have a friend. She's a hypnotherapist. She does yeah. more like hypnotherapy for like women giving birth and that. But oh, she helps okay. me with anxiety a lot and stuff. So oh. maybe I'll ask. I can like send her a cheeky text. Big fan of that. If you can't, if you can't abuse your friends, why have them? So... <laughs> Oh yeah, I really. Oh, we've got so much to do. We could literally go watch like Paranormal Activity this one, then get hypnotized, then go watch Saw. Oh, what, um, oh yeah, that's our day sorted. Oh, I'd love to be hypnotized. I think I'd hate yeah, it, but I'd also like it. I do feel like I'm susceptible to most things, so oh yeah, it'd be a breeze. <laughs> I don't know whether my brain would allow it. I'm too switched on. Like you'd switch back on midway. So you'd have like both person. You'd be split into two versions of you. That'd be great. Oh, no. Now that does sound like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. We could call it split and hire James McAvoy. I don't think that's been done. <laughs> oh wow, that's a, that's such a good original idea. We should do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, are you ready for your next one? I am. I'm eager. An 11-year-old autistic boy uses a camcorder to document his family's camping trip and subsequent encounter with aliens. Movie. Yeah, it's a movie from 2014 called Alien Abduction. I've never seen it, but I I googled alien movies and it came up. (laughs) (laughs) At least you didn't use, please tell me, alien no, I tried to stay away from the ones that were too ob- like the thing and like yeah. thirty days of night. I feel like yeah. if I gave you a synopsis, you'd know. Or like Predator. <laughs> What's the one where they're filming the entire thing? Is it? It's not War of the Worlds. I always get mixed up on like camcorder. They're recording it. It's like an apocalyptic Armageddon. Oh, um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield, yeah. And have you watched oh, all? Because every other Cloverfield movie is completely unrelated to the one another, but I've watched them all. One of them's in space. There's the one that my I think my dad quite likes it. The one where she gets kidnapped, and yeah, and you don't know whether the world has like yeah, that's a plot twist and a half because they're in that like underground like bunker that he's turned into like a little house type thing yeah. for him. It's like Kimmy Schmidt, but not fun. <laughs> Is that like the Cloverfield Paradox or something? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. In Cloverfield Lane. They're all awful, but I enjoy them, every single one. I love that first one. Yeah, easily. Oh, it's just, oh, it's a pretty good movie, it is. I love movies. I'm a bit scared that we're bashing through these, because there's really not that many. Crying. How long have we been on? This could be a quick fire. <laughs> we'll have to have a little discussion afterwards whether we think aliens are real. We'll review and revise. Yeah, we'll have a have a chat because 
I don't even think we're pushing 10 minutes. <laughs> okay next the next one the next one's fun i like the next one an ex-marine starts experiencing a run of ufo sightings but after he puts a video online his encounters start getting a little more personal see when you as soon as you told me that i was envisioning a mark Wahlberg movie i don't know why i've bloody there's something about mark Wahlberg that appeals to me and i know he's like He's super religious. He gets up at like 2 a.m. Have you heard his work like a schedule? Oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, did you hear it on off menu actually or something? Was it no, it wasn't off menu. I heard it on something else. Oh, it was on something though. I think I heard it it's on that. Amazing, eh? No. Oh. Either way, it's bloody ridiculous. He scheduled out. That was it. They were discussing the fact that he has scheduled in time for an hour and a half shower. We know what he's up to, is it? <laughs> like seven times over for an hour and a half. He hasn't even got that much hair. What does he need that much time for? I just, yeah. There's just things about him that appeals, and I don't know what it is. The abs. But I don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I even like, you know, like he's in that movie Daddy's Home. Is it Will Ferrell? Yeah. It's not them. a good movie, but I love no, it so I much. Love I, love I think it's because... He's literally typecast, but in two completely different roles. He's either yeah. the stupid guy or the uh, like action bloke, and I love it because mm-hmm. he does well in oh. both. He just seems like he just seems like a laugh. He does. I mean, he's I been on Ant Dex. Like he's friends with Ant Dex, so you, you've got to be a good bloke if you're friends yeah. with Ant. And talking about Saw, his brother was in Saw. Donnie really. Walker. Dolly Wahlberg, you know, in the second and the third movie, the cop and his son gets kidnapped by Jigsaw. Oh my God, yeah. Dolly Wahlberg and his head gets like, smushed. That's, yeah, you that's done it. I swear to God, you can see it as well now. Mm-hmm. I couldn't before. Oh God, if only listeners could see what I'm looking at right now. A oh, young picture of Mark Wahlberg with Don. Oh, man. Oh, Mar- Marky Mark. Mm-mm-mm. Is he? If he was on Tinder, that would be a swipe left because I'd be like, no, I'm not good enough for you in any shape or form. He's wearing a cap. He's wearing a cap. He just is like ultimate frat boy, but I'm there. <laughs> Crying, how have we tangented? I didn't even get your answer. Jump you to say <laughs> that jump you want to do the uh, say the thing again. <laughs> we just forgot we were recording. Oh yeah. Hell. An ex-marine starts experiencing a run of UFO sightings, but after he puts a video online, his encounters start getting a little more personal. I'm going to say movie because the whole uploading stuff online is just a very modern day thing to do. It is real life. Ha <laughs> ha yes, Tell me more. Tell me more. Yes, yeah, Terrell Copeland has been seeing UFOs for a while now. The UFOs range from large, rectangular, uh, I can't read, large triangular objects <laughs> to, to orbs of light and elliptical objects. He says, quote, they use large waterways to hide in, around the landfill, all over. Most of the sightings are in my apartment, up close. One was just sitting over my apartment, end quote. He captured one of these sightings on his phone and put it on YouTube, as, I mean, I would <laughs> get that bloody revenue. He Great says, Instagram story. 
Yeah, trust. <laughs> it was an orb of light, just a big ball of light. It wasn't moving. One was solid white. The other was directly across the street from it, up 300 feet above the ground, and was changing colours very rapidly. Ooh. After his YouTube video was uploaded, he claims that he was visited by an extraterrestrial. Quote, this is like very us. I woke up from my nap. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) i woke up from my nap by the sound of someone trying to enter my apartment and i said who is it there was no answer (laughs) still just you know you could see the doorknob moving and like a scratching at the door and i keep a firearm obviously it's america (laughs) it was on my table and my thought was to get up and check i was in complete paralysis the only things i could move were my eyes and i heard the voice through the door say you don't need that weapon. We won't harm. He describes his alien as a woman who did not have complete human features. She had the typical black eyes that you hear about. She had an elongated skull, and that started me. And the next memory I have is me standing on my balcony, waving at this cylinder-shaped ship. Just like, bye. Just seeing him off. Like <laughs> <laughs> a puppy pie. Oh, man. It gets even after this first initial blonde bitch shows up. He says um, that after this first abduction, he began blacking out all the time and he phrases it as missing time, um, which is something, again, like the whole erasing of the art, like the mind shit. Mm. It's something that like UFO, so, like believers, all claim to have experienced this like missing time phenomenon. That's just um, the effect of the PK. <laughs> um, and he. Um, he saw more and more UFOs and he began to log them and start sketching what he believes he saw during his missing time episodes. Mm. And here's where it gets fucking nuts. Plot oh. twist. Are you ready? I didn't expect a plot twist from his story. I never expect a plot twist from a, like, a real life story. They're always sort of boring. But this, bloody hell. Oh, so, her terror story was later investigated by the US TV show UFO Hunters. He was taken by the show to have blood tests ran because I said he was a Marine and he was discharged because he has this disorder, right? So he was later diagnosed from the blood tests ran on the show with a rare blood disorder and the doctor told him that he shared the disorder with a bunch of other people who had all had similar UFO experiences and um, a head researcher at UFO Hunters told him that he believes that Terrell is an alien-human hybrid, a product of intergalactic breeding who's being prepped for contact with the aliens. And Terrell believes that the aliens he met will show themselves soon and try and integrate themselves with the Earth population. Do not. I mean, I always knew there were hybrids. You've got your vampire werewolf crossovers and all that. But an alien-human bloke, I did not see. Oh my god! How would you react to that on the telly? I, I because that crops up a lot with these. I was researching about these stories, and they were all sort of boring, so I like left them out. But a lot of them claim that they're alien-human hybrids, or they've been contacted so much because the aliens are trying to make like hybrids out of their DNA and stuff. So they're kind of like they're. Oh my god! This has got very like Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibes to it. But we've oh my god, there's gonna be a giant tree and a raccoon and a bit and <laughs> I actually oh my god. Oh, that is a plot twist. Can we watch that episode? 
<laughs> yeah, we should. We should watch all the like ghost because all most of the ones that I find are like famous ones that have been on telly and stuff. We should have like we should binge watch all of the episodes of like That's Ghost Hunters UK and oh, you genuinely UK as well. Bloody UK. We would have some right ones up here, wouldn't we? I'd want to see his YouTube video that he uploaded, but again, I get scared yeah. to do it on my own. Me too. I don't. I, I just, no. I'm a bit spooked out sitting on my own, reading all this. You're downstairs. Have you shut your curtains by the by the back oh, door? Yeah, everything's shut. Okay, good, good on you. I mean, I haven't shut my bedroom curtains, so I'm a bit... Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, nice. We can never go to a rave now, because we're going to be like, this is it. This is how it ends. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Next one. Are you ready for this one? Oh, yeah. A Russian millionaire's place on an internationally renowned board is in jeopardy when he reveals his past experiences with the extraterrestrial. I really want this to be true because I hope it's the Russian bloke from the Eurovision movie. Oh, I loved it. He was so good. He was great. I've been listening to the song along all day. It's so good, though, as well. Like, my God. Love it, but, um, is that is that a film an A-list? Nope. No. And oh yeah. This one is one of the shorter ones I have in terms of how much I have, but everything, every sentence, wilder than the last. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. This better be a movie by the ex. end of the week. Um. Actually, he's not the ex. The world chess president. Lol. Let's get ready for. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, here we go. Another Russian name for me to pronounce. Kirsten Ilham. Oh, no. Ilham Zenov. That's how I'm sorry. Kirsten. Um, just so happens he um, he's mates with Colonel Cadaver. Um, why did I? I can't read. It's because I, I saw I saw um cadaver <laughs> later on on my list of things. It sounded so right that you said Kadaver. it was Colonel Cadaver. Colonel Cadaver. Okay, oh. let me start again so I can call that shit. It just so <laughs> happens to be mates with Colonel Gaddafi, Vladimir Putin, Saddam Hussein, and the Dalai Lama. What? The he- I forget they all exist in the same bloody era. What the oh, hell? Like, uh, weird well, we they play chess together. So, are you sure this isn't a film? It's a like quote that everybody who supports the idea of chess playing is my friend. End quote. <laughs> oh my god, I love him so much. Oh. <laughs> well. Hey, he's friends with all those people. There's <laughs> illustrious lot. He claims that he was abducted by aliens in September of 1997. Oh, oh. He said that they wore yellow spacesuits and they took him from his apartment for a joyride through space in their ship. <laughs> that he said, quote, chambers the size of a large football pitch, end quote. Oh, I love he told Czech Republic's Radio Freedom that, oh, this story, oh, we went off to their interplanetary ship and the most interesting thing was that they appeared not to pay any attention to me. I did not understand their purpose in picking me up. We landed on one of the planets and picked up some pieces of equipment and they told me everything in detail. The oh, ones who transported me explained things. 
either the captain of the ship or someone else. And then I remember that I asked them to take me back to Earth as quickly as possible. End quote. <laughs> Green and tobacco's before it shuts. <laughs> oh my God. No wonder they were a little bit sceptical about having him on the board. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, he also claims that, here we go, chess <laughs> is in itself a gift from the aliens. Don't. He stated that, and this just blew my mind because this man obviously has some level of intelligence to be the head of like the international chess board and be like buddy buddy with Vladimir Putin and shit. He said, quote, there was no internet before, so how did chess get across the world? It means that it was brought from somewhere else. What? What? The internet is not responsible for everything we have. I physically can't. How his CV must be so outrageous. He's got Vlad's for a reference, but then like no actual certifiable um, qualification. Apparently, he's quite um, eccentric in other ways as well. And mm. the Chess Foundation weren't impressed by his alien claims um, because they basically they're like embarrassed by him. And um, paid off the chess. He, he might. He's still the president at the minute. But he's on thin bloody ice. They do not. He's in like proper drama with them because he like me like they had to go at him and he was like, "I made it up." <laughs> but oh all this shit, some of those quotes are from like 2010. Some of them, like the Czech Republic ones from 2001, so not long after it happened. Yeah, but like, some of them are like way later. So he's been spinning this. <laughs> He's got like a little notepad under his bed, doesn't he? That like, he just when he's bored, he's like, how can I mess up the day chess team's day today? Thing is that he just seems a bit too nonchalant about it. It's like, oh yeah, we went on a joyride through the galaxy, like blasting Stacy's mom hanging out the window. They had no scrubs playing or something. I don't. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's good. The fact it's that he's good. real. Oh, right. That's there's gonna be a transcript of that, like radio interview. We've got, I've got to hear all this research again. Next, next one. A family become victims of an unseen force that begins to terrorize their home. Is it ghosts, or are they being targeted by alien life? Oh, I think that's a film. I think that's a film. It is a film. Do you know which film it is? It's on Netflix. Yes, Yes, because. I remember seeing oh, oh like oh ghost alien crossover balls. What's what's the chance it's called ghost alien crossover? It's not is it? Damn it! Yeah. Damn it uh, it's called Dark Skies. Dark Skies. Is it recent? Yeah. Yeah. Have I watched it? <laughs> oh man, I've got so much to look up after we finish boobing. I've got so much recent post. Boob research to do. I love that. You do it for free. Um, right, I'm at my last one, so we might need to fill some time after this. We've done ten. I thought five and five would be okay, because we did five for Romania. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it'd be chill. But alas, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll waffle at the end. This is quite a long one, so. Bring it. Bring it on. An old luxury hotel becomes a playground for a charlatan doctor. But is he merely an elaborate scam artist or are his intentions more sinister? I'm going to say, probably just because I'm technically cheated, this is real life. Because if it's a movie, then, then we're, we're done. And you said it was a long one. so uh, real I'm an idiot. It is. You're well, correct. You're, you're correct. I've not been keeping score, by the way. So 
one, basically, that's the point. Yeah, Carrot. you win a winner chicken dinner. Uh, no, corn mince dinner. Thank you. Yes. Vegetarians <laughs> in the house, baby. <laughs> um, so, the crescent, this is a ghost one, not an alien one. Sorry. Um, so really, I, I did try to stay on topic, and we got ninety nine percent of the way through, but I, f- I stumbled on the last hurdle, and I, I resorted back to ghosts. Yeah, it is us. We love we love skipping a theme, don't we? Um, the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs. Um, every time I see the word Arkansas, I want to say Arkansas every single time. So I am confusion. Why is this one Kansas? But this one is not Arkansas. America, explain. Explain. What do you mean in Arkansas? Don't, yeah, because the place called Kansas is called Kansas. I am confusion. <laughs> do not like America. Right. As you um, so, uh, it was built in 1886. We're going, we're hopping back in time. And it was built as a hotel for the rich and famous. But this didn't last long. And it quickly became derelict. That's going to be a theme for this hotel. But in 1908, it was reopened as a college for young women and then closed again in 1924. <laughs> it doesn't like closing, does this place? It reopened again in 1930s in junior college and then it closed again again in 1934 and the building after that was released as a summer hotel. Then in 1937, a man called... Norman G. Baker, and I think this should be made into a movie because it sounds horrendous, but also he sounds very eccentric, and I could see someone like Johnny Depp playing him. Oh, you've sold it to me, carry on. <laughs> um, so, uh, a man called Norman G. Baker bought it in 1937 and turned it into a hospital and quote-unquote health resort. Baker was a millionaire, inventor, and radio host who starred himself as a doctor, but did not have any medical qualifications. That's important. (laughs) He's described as a flamboyant man who only wore purple. Like he was obsessed with the color purple. His car was lilac. He wore purple and white suits and purple ties. Love the color purple. This did this man. Um, And he made his fortune originally in vaudeville entertainment, um, specializing in mind reading, like fake mind reading and um, being like a fake psychic and stage magic, which he probably should have stuck with. Because what he did next is pretty shitty, I must say. In, oh, and by pretty, I mean very shitty. Norman. He claimed that he had discovered a whole bunch of cures for things, including, and most importantly, a cure for cancer, which was actually just corn silk, red clover, watermelon seeds and water that he just mixed together. And he would attack real hospitals for being corrupt and for profit. His advertisements claim, quote, we cure cancer tumour without operation, radium, or x-ray. We treat all ailments. We do not cut any organ. Oh, and he, he made flyers upon flyers. It was on, because he had a radio show, he used to talk about it on his radio all the time. He's like, come to my hospital, I can cure your cancer. So he basically prayed on, like, the terminally ill. Oh, it gets him, it, it's all so shitty. So this is false advertising, and as well as some evidence that he was, quote-unquote, and I've read it in an article, they didn't explain further, but he was coercing his patients so i guess he was he a manipulative prick basically oh bloody hell, that's that mind mind reading power he's got it led to over 44 deaths even though his his treatment didn't kill anyone 
but, but it stopped them getting prior yeah, treatment. Actual treatment. And he got tried for mail fraud in 1940, and he was sentenced to four years. He lived after he came out. He lived quite happily until um, 1958. That's so. just a university experience. Bloody, bloody <laughs> hell. Um, what his patients at the Crescent didn't know was that in 1938, Norman had been convicted for practicing medicine without a license and had been forced out of Iowa. And that's when he bought the hotel to like trick all these cancer patients into giving him money for this fake oh. cure. Um, and it has been estimated by US postal inspectors that Baker made as much as 500,000 grand. And this is like in the 30s. So this is like, yeah, he made that a year selling his miracle cure. And it was revealed that he had defrauded cancer patients out of approximately four million pounds by the end of by the time he was convicted. I swear um, to God. But there's a lot of because I'm going to come on in present day. This is considered the U.S.'s most haunted hotel, right? Because it's still open. And um, and there's a lot of mythos surrounding Baker and his practices. And although there's only really evidence that he would sell this, he basically sounds like a fucking scam artist from a lot yeah. of it. Yeah, he was just, he was an entertainer, first and foremost. Let's all remember that. And it just sounded like... There's a line between the two. Yeah, he was just like scamming people, but there's a lot of legend surrounding him and what he did. Mm. Um, and a lot of um, people say that... Uh, Baker and his less than legit medical practices included bodies being burned in the basement and Frankenstein-esque medical experiments, though it's hard to, like, decipher the legend from the fact. That can never be good, though. I'm not wearing a bra. Apologies. I, I would like to take this moment just to just... As much as that entire story is sticking with me, the one thing that resonated the most was the fact that you said 500,000 grand... Do you understand that that's 500 million? <laughs> and when I heard it, it's like, oh, done. Some of don't feel right. Oh, <laughs> don't do maths, okay? <laughs> We've established this. <laughs> right, I'm trying to... Let me finish this story about the ghost hotel. So, um, there's all this mythos around it, and that he did other kinds of experiments on them, and he wasn't just this, like, eccentric con artist. He was also, like, doing other shady shit that's less than legal so um the hotel after this went from like hand to hand and the whole fourth floor burnt down in 1967 but it's claimed that most of the paranormal stuff that people witness in there is traced back to baker and what baker was doing he's in the basement and bear in mind this this is like gone flitted this is from the 40s and it's gone between like hands and it's still open and it's gone between like hands so many owners this place they found to this day his autopsy table and the walk-in cooler where he kept his cadavers and other body parts are still in the hotel basement no why there are other places for them to be now and um this was a recent article i read it didn't have the date on it which is annoying but it was like recent um, the groundskeeper discovered 500 jars of uh, buried in the grounds of the hotel, believed to contain human remains that date back to Baker. And that's a good portion of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, surely that's they need a new caretaker if they're still there. <laughs> um, and Baker's patients aren't the only ghosts to haunt the hotel. There's all kind like I was reading it, and to be fair, I didn't do that much research for this one. I just did a couple of hours like 
earlier. <laughs> I um I was reading and there's there's all these ghosts that they've seen and one has like a massive mustache apparently, but they just hover around the lobby. There's a couple of really haunted rooms that uh, show up on a lot of like TripAdvisor but for like haunted hotels. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> one of these uh, specific rooms we'll talk about it briefly yeah so when the building was under construction in 1885 a builder named michael who was an irish stonemason he fell from the roof while it was still getting built and he landed and died in the exact spot where room 218 still stands oh, and in this room guests have experienced all kinds of paranormal experiences and it's like a really popular site for like ghost hunters and like ghost hunting like tv shows and stuff to like try and stay the night and find ghosts oh yeah they've experienced things such as unexplainable sounds physical sensations doors slamming and opening by themselves and even full body apparition um apparitions like they've seen full ghosts Oh, see, again, big fan of that. Big (laughs) fan. But I don't know if it's just because ghosts and and aliens, they get such a bad reputation. Everyone thinks they're automatically malicious. Mm -hmm. So it it sets you on edge. But, you know, you've watched the movie Ghost, Patrick Swayze. Come on. I haven't. I haven't. I know the scene, but I've not seen the the movie. We're gonna recreate that at some point. Cafe Ceramica or something. But um, <laughs> but like if if I knew wholeheartedly, like if we if we could get Nan in the room, I'm sure she wouldn't do any mean stuff. She'd be here just have a good time. Yeah. So I, I want to do stuff. Turn on a bad one. I think ghosts get a bad rap because um, it has to to like have that level of energy. You've got to be like vengeful or something yeah, bad happens yeah. to you. But what if you just want to chill maybe you're not vengeful you just didn't do the one thing you were meant to do yeah that, that whole like unfinished business does not everyone wants to kill someone before they before they pass that's not everyone's unfinished business um i how much of what we did in the shadows have you watched oh um li- i haven't watched anymore since well what i say yesterday but um three episodes <laughs> okay i don't want to there's a i was going to bring up an episode about unfinished business but Oh wait, oh, wait. It, could, it could be. What is it? The one where they, I hope, listeners, if you've not watched this, yeah, spoilers for what's in the shadows. Spoilers. What's she called again? The girl. I always forget. Nadja. Yeah, it's the one where her unfinished business goes and she gets put in the doll. Yeah, because yeah, in on. that, um, oh. Matt Berry's character, who for the life of me I can't remember his name. I think it's because he's my least favorite. Sorry. To him, oh. Nadja and is better. <laughs> yeah, but his whole unfinished business is that he needed to wank. He had yeah. <laughs> so everything. And then she was like, "Oh, all this like ectoplasm also all over the room." And he's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes yeah." That's what I mean, the thing I find the most terrifying about that is the bloody doll that creeps the crap out of me. But yeah, I love that. That is the doll. That but yeah, so like. Everyone's got unfinished business. Oh, if like if there's a slice of cake left in the fridge, I will not go anywhere until I have finished mm-hmm. that cake off. Like there's just box sets that I haven't even started, let alone finished. So why does this yeah. one have to be here to? Yeah, murder someone. 
I mean, aliens, uh, yeah, more often than that than not, they would probably take that, like, they've waited this long because they're, like, waiting for Earth to be at, like, a usable stage. But you never know. They might just be passing by. Like, we they could might just like, want to... Because I feel like humans, when, when humans talk about wanting to meet aliens, it's always positive. We yeah, come in peace. Exactly. Just so like I don't understand why... Why aliens would be coming here? We're not that intelligent. We don't have technology. We don't have. We've diminished all of our natural resources, so I can't Genuinely. have them. It's not like they, they actually coming here for the planet either, is it? Really, yeah. there's better planets out there. So they'd be coming just, to say hi. Exactly. I mean, again, most of my source of information about anything is, comes from Rick and Morty, and honestly. There's just, there's just like there's a planet just full of asses that fart, and I'm like, do you know what? That's probably more realistic than we think. You never know. Just some wholesome. Yeah. I want a me seeks to come visit us though, because I could put him to use. I got stuff that needs to do him. <laughs> if you had to pick between being haunted by a ghost for a week or nightly abductions from an alien for a week. Well, ghost can't touch you. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that really diminishes under the plane. Whereas I feel like aliens. If we're thinking like aliens in the the sense that all of these bloody abductees can't remember shit, and they all think they've been like probed and experimented on, I'd rather have a ghost throwing shit, opening doors. Would you rather, if you had had an alien encounter, would you rather have like kept those memories? Not if they did bad things, but if we had a good time and played like cards. Could you imagine Ring of Fire? <laughs> but in, I'm still firm on the fact that I do believe they're aliens. And I, do believe I, they're aliens. I don't think they're going to be that uh, horrible. If they get to us, they're obviously more advanced, so why would they need anything from this world? Exactly. That's the thing. I the the only way we'll ever interact, I feel, with aliens is by accident. Because if they are advanced, then they don't need us, and if they do need us, they probably aren't advanced enough to ask us for help. Yeah. Because what can we really offer them other than like you know Ben and Jerry's or something? So, sofas. Did you say sofas? Yeah. Maybe they don't. I think that's a good, that's a good combo as well. Having a Ben and Jerry's while sprawled out on the settee. So you need in life, isn't it? That's the most innovative thing we've come up with as a race. So <laughs> the dinosaurs were missing out on. Oh, I like that. I think we've we've come to some solid conclusions tonight. We don't have an outro, but we do have social media. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. and you can find us on pretty much any podcasting platform that's relevant. Those of you who use weird ones, I don't give a fuck. Just use Spotify like a normal person. You're not a hipster. Get your head out of your ass. Well, there's like six or seven of our listeners just gone. And that's more than this is than we had to begin with anyway. So we're in the minus. So, goodbye. Catch us next week for number 10. We'll do something special. By special, I mean, like, maybe I'll bring chocolate. Oh, yeah, you didn't even have your flake. We're, we're going to go to town. We should have a snack-themed one, although I think we've done that, actually. Never mind. Scratch that. Goodbye.